<laughs> I was texting about taking a shit, so I just <laughs> I started mid wiping. So <laughs> hey, breach. <laughs> Are we good, man? All right, guys. That's the what's blood up? Starter kit. <laughs> oh shit! Welcome to the catch up. We got. Uh, we're gonna cover the hottest food news stories in the world today. I'm joined uh, by Reach, our managing editor at Food hey. Beast, and our dear friend Wally Vu from What's Up Power. What's up? What's up, boop, boop, boop. dude? Wally's like a marketing genius, so I'm really happy that he's in the room. He's also a crazy foodie, and for some reason today you are. Uh, you're not eating meat. You're not eating. What's up? What's up with your diet right now? Oh yeah, I'm just doing a little uh, 49 day uh, vegetarian diet. It's a little tradition that uh, like Vietnamese and Buddhist people do when their when their loved ones passed on. So Ooh. my uncle just passed, and just respecting that right now. Got, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Bro. No, yeah, condolences, condolences. Yeah, this is weird because once you get to know Wally, uh, Wally's the most upbeat, <laughs> crazy wild <laughs> person, and I just introduced him like in the most solemn of of intros. But you know, uh, I'm I'm mad zen now. So you're mad zen. You've been doing yeah. yoga. Yep. All centered. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Balanced. You know what I mean? Okay. You're mad wild back in the day. You you give up your wild roots or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I got I got my days. Shit. Well, thank you for coming through. Thank you for coming nah, thanks through. Thanks for having me. Um, all right, we got two big stories today that have been been trending on foodbeast.com. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get the Joe's Crab Shack out of the way. Yeah, let's do that. No, Joe's- seriously, well, that took too long. It literally <laughs> <laughs> shit. It actually is out of the way now. Okay, yeah. so uh, one of the top stories on foodbeast.com right now is that Joe's Crab Shack has filed for bankruptcy. Like they're gone, they're selling off all the assets. Um, wow. So that's chapter 11, right? It's chapter 11. They're reorganizing, but it doesn't look good. Like, they're already selling their assets. Um, if you read on foodbeast.com, Peter, uh, one of our writers on Foodbeast. Peter he, Pham. Peter Pham. Shout out to Peter. He has mentioned that if you have any Joe's Crab Shack gift card, you better use it in the next 90 days. There you go. <laughs> like, they're still they're acknowledging the gift card, but it's gone. What do you guys uh, What do you guys feel about Joe's Crab Shack? When's the last time you even been I there? have a question. Is there any way Run to it. start a petition to group in Bubba Gumps with this, too, and just get rid of both of them? <laughs> What's up? You don't like Bubba Gump, either? <laughs> Yo, at least... I've been to Bubba Gump a few times. That shit is overpriced. Wait, can I curse on here? Yeah, curse. Okay, great. Fuck that. All right, so... <laughs> no, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, Bubba Gumps is just like an expensive version of, like, Joe's Crab Shack. Okay. You know what I mean? And they're like the same shit. So like, let's just get rid of both of them. Okay. Fair enough. But I think what's cool is, (laughs) I mean, we we're blessed here in in SoCal. We got like boiling crab. Yeah. We have claws. Like we have a lot of alternative for like this. uh, That's a Vietnamese movement right there. They are Vietnamese run. No. Yeah. 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 Both. It's, 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 uh, so yeah, the crawfish wave started in Orange County and, uh, it's, it's, it's really from like. Uh, a lot of Vietnamese people uh, immigrating from Vietnam after the war to like Houston, Louisiana, mm. and the uh, fishermen and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of like French influence in Vietnamese cuisine. So like the Cajun, the Creole, all that kind of stuff is all like kind of mixes with our culture. Oh my God. And I then, knew we so, had you on a podcast for a reason. Cause I it's just meant thought, to be bro. It's I, meant to be. I thought boiling crab and all these like uh, essentially smaller in comparison uh, crawfish chains yeah kind of learned and made better what um like joe's crab shack was doing but that's not the case well i mean i think joe's crab shack is more kind of like a steamed and and uh like version or whatever mm. and uh like the all the all the boiling crab all the kinds of like you know uh 
boils and stuff. Right, right. That's like southern southern boils or whatever. Cajun so it's boils. more legit that way anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be regional and stuff like like northeastern style, like like uh, seafood boils or whatever. I think there's a problem though, just in the in the not necessarily the seafood space because seafood is hot. Seafood's hotter yeah. than ever. Bulky, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't, and I don't think it's seafood's the problem. I think it's the type of restaurant that Joe's Crab Shack is. Is the same kind of restaurant that like Olive Garden is, and yeah. and, and that like that quality of restaurant I feel is taking a mad hit. Well, it's I like believe. it's a re, like Red Lobster without the biscuits. Yeah. Put me on because I've never been to Joe's Crab Shack. Okay. You've been to a boiling crab though, like some sort of like yeah, boil yeah. place. So sure. I mean, it's it's that without. I feel like when you go into um. When you go into a boiling crab or like a, a more home a homey uh, like crawfish style place, it's more there's more energy in there. There's like good energy. Holy cow! My friend Wafik just walked through the door. What the hell? That's your Rafik in a minute. Damn! <laughs> Shit! No one on the podcast is gonna understand that because he just walked by. <laughs> he hasn't put out a record in a minute. Um, anyways, we'll try to get back on track. Um, yeah, but. I mean, I lump in Joe's Crab Shack with a like a Bubba Gump too. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like it's one in the so same. So it's like a cookie yeah. cutter seafood spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the most corporate style seafood spot you could have. It's like the Chili's of seafood. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like a themed restaurant, like Outback Steakhouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> but here's the thing: is you go there. I, the last couple times we went there, we went there ironically. It was fun. I mean, I remember it was me, uh, Jeff. Jeff here at Food Beast and Rudy at Food Beast and some of our other folks. And we just, we wilded it out there. Again, it's more expensive and you get way less than you would if you went to like your claws or your, uh, yeah, a bunch yeah. of our local. Uh, On the plus side, if you go to Bubba Gump's first and then go to Joe's Crab Shack after, you'll actually enjoy Joe's <laughs> because it's so much cheaper. <laughs> Do you think these restaurants are going to be here? Okay, so if Joe's Crab took the L, right? Like they're gone. Yeah. Is who's next in the crosshairs? Like, oh, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, who's who's gonna who can't survive in this climate anymore? Because if you want super fast food, you're still gonna go to your Taco Bells because they're showing you that value. And if you want really dope food, you're gonna seek out a mom and pop spot or you're gonna seek out a chain with a few lesser locations and the, the quality's still there. Who's are we gonna see more people like go into bankruptcy because of that? Um, I think within the current restaurant landscape, a lot of these corporate cookie cutter restaurants are going to experience like a lot of losses quarterly and on going onward because we're going the way of the, what was that? The food halls. Mm. We're going the way of the food festivals. Mm. We're going to more unique dining experiences. Pop-ups. Mm. Yeah. People yeah. just want to feel an experience, but pop-ups also. Yeah. So um, when there's no air of exclusivity like even though everybody goes to the same spot they still take a picture of it on the ground being like oh i've been here right you know right but you're not gonna go do that at joe's crab shack or yeah olive garden or whatnot i think it's tough where you go in the country because you know in oklahoma you're probably gonna have like your city that has only like a cracker barrel right you know but it's in areas like the more affluent parts of the country you know Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, and like the suburbs and, and stuff like that. Like, people don't want that anymore, you know? Like, right. as, as tantalizing as an onion blossom or baby back ribs from Chili's is, it's like they're off that. I feel like we need to get like a 13 and a 14 year old on this podcast too, because, because I feel like we're, um, for better or worse, we're really snobby about yeah. our food. Like, we, we, we pretend to not be, but yeah. the fact that, um, I like how you, how you, 
Yeah, snobby. Well, yeah, really your nose in the air. My nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, because kids, I know so many kids. I don't know so many kids, but I hear that kids love. Like they still get down on like a Buffalo Wild Wings, mm. or there's a reason for them to go to an Olive Garden. Uh, it, it's it's accessible. The price point is somewhat there for them, and that's like the advertisements that they see. It's it's an easy like they're usually still subjugated to a mall. Yeah. So after school they still hit that. Like I remember after school I would go to BJ's. Like BJ's was the shit. It still yeah. had like it had a different air to it. So I think we're we have the capabilities to just go wherever the hell we want. But I don't know. Is there there could be an age range where the, this stuff still works. Um, it could be a regional thing. I don't know if necessarily it could be relegated to just age because all these young kids are so tech savvy and they're all up on social media. Like they probably see something that looks really fly mm. that's exclusive to one restaurant or one area, and they re- they want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these young kids they want to spend their money on experiences, yeah, not on material things, and they just want to be up on shit. And once you have 100 plus locations, the experience is going to be the same across. You're not really sharing anything unique when you take a picture of your Joe's Crab Shack. But I, I don't think that's it because there's uh, you know hundreds of In-N-Out burgers and everyone true. still is hype on taking that photo. But that's In-N-Out. That's like the god of burgers. That's true. And it's like three, four bucks for a burger. You're I mean, getting that's exactly what I'm what saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the best meal value like ever. I, I don't understand people that compare the whole like Shake Shack, In-N-Out, like debacle like it's yeah no Shake Shack's double the price exactly apples to oranges yeah they're both like spectacular but. well I mean talk about this real quick I know you were at Chuck E. Cheese's re- recently I was at Chuck E. Cheese's I was at Chuck E. Cheese's fire no <laughs> Fullerton yeah, yeah. No, I, oh Fullerton has a good Chuck E. Cheese too that's the one I grew up on uh, no we went to one in Orange and I don't know if you listened to the podcast last week we got high we took, mm, we oh, took, I saw this. I didn't get to yeah. listen to it yet. We took some edibles, and then we went to Chuck E. Cheese. I've gotten high before. So I think, I mean, how do you feel like that Chuck E. Cheese experience, do you think that falls into, like, the cookie-cutter restaurants that are in trouble, or do you think Chuck E. Cheese is doing all right? I don't think so. I don't think Chuck E. Cheese is in the same category because Chuck E. Cheese provides something beyond the food. So Chuck E. Cheese is a nightclub for little kids. <laughs> yes. Right? So Chuck E. Cheese provides... Uh, nightlife during the day for kids, <laughs> it, dancing. If there's a show involved, like no one's dancing at Olive Garden. Yeah. There's no show at BJ's. There's no show uh, at Joe's Crab Shack. So I think Chuck E. Cheese continues to live in its own lane, and I think it's gonna be around for quite some time because kids, uh, kids need a place to celebrate their birthday. Their birthday, yeah. So, and parents need a place that's not super whack and will serve them beer when they have to deal with their kid's birthday. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think... I, mean, I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese's in years. Don't lie. Did, has <laughs> Don't has lie. it aged well? <laughs> has it uh, kept up with the times? Yes and no. So on the yes, that it's... it's it's uh, Kids somehow still need an escape from... Because the, the, the highlight growing up was that it had like games that were like video games and it had Jurassic Park ski ball game. yeah yeah so with the advent of cell phone games and the advent of like everyone has an xbox or a playstation or whatever like the games at chuck e cheese haven't tested the time really mm-hmm. um because those kids don't need like we go to like dave and busters yeah. and like kid people our age like late 20s early 30s we get off on going to arcades because it's nostalgic, yeah, right? Because we remember what it was, and that's why it's fun to us. Uh, 
So when we go to Chuck E. Cheese, like I wasn't criticizing the games. I was like, oh shit, I haven't seen skee ball in a minute. I haven't seen this. But when you grow up and the games are already dope, but they're in your pocket on your phone, yeah. then like you go to Chuck E. Cheese, like yo, these games are whack. <laughs> like the animatronics are whack, yeah. right? Whack a mole. Whack a mole. <laughs> they're whack a mole. Uh, so it's not for us then. Nah, there's really not. I mean, we shouldn't as adults go to Chuck E. Cheese. There's I can't nothing. really. Then I can't speak on it. <laughs> yeah, there's not that, but. But I do think Chuck E. Cheese has insulated itself for a little while longer uh, in a way that Joe's Crab Shack and those other restaurants of that nature haven't. Like because because kids can still go there and get an experience uh, because there's nowhere else for them to go if they're not going to have the party at their house. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't have kids. so I haven't thought that far in terms of how I'm going to entertain them. Yeah. But like I just give them an iPad. That's like a terrible parenting move. But you give them an iPad and they're done. Yeah, you didn't got to drive all the way to Chuck Entertainment Cheese's place. Yo, yeah, we just learned that the E, <laughs> the Chuck E, stands for entertainment. Chuck Entertainment. Cornball. But yeah, I mean, that's that's Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, Joe's Crab Shack has filed for bankruptcy. I don't know who's going to follow suit, but that's it's sad. It, it, it might be a word of the day harbinger of doom for the restaurant industry. What did you just say? It might be a harbinger. What does that mean? It might be like a, a, a ominous sign of what's to come. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Right? You get one of these like words of the day in like an email, or is it, <laughs> I, I, or do you like press five to get the word of the day? <laughs> <laughs> Reach is racking up that Verizon bill super yo, hard. Yo, I got that app. Reach got like <laughs> ringtone bills and fucking word of the day like once a month. <laughs> we go. I get it through that daily text. Oh man. <laughs> All right, let's um let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. This is uh the other hot story this week. And I feel I feel weird about it because what happened uh is Reach, who's in this room, wrote an article. And what's what's the headline of this article again? So um popular LA chef has a total meltdown over spam fries. Okay, so for those who haven't read the story yet, give us an and and Wally, you don't even know yet entirely, so you want to hear? Let's hear it. What's what happened? Walk us through this because, and then I'm gonna tell the audience how I felt about you writing it. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't fully want you to write it yet, but let's go for it. So uh, it was me, fellow writer Pete, Peter Pham. We were out on a food shoot. What we do is we go out and highlight specific items or specific restaurants, film there for news videos for everybody to enjoy and see and be like, hey, I want to try that. You guys have seen them. If you're on Facebook, you've either seen a Foobies video, you've seen a BuzzFeed video. It's it's where we highlight one item for for its all in all its glory and all its food porn amazingness. And usually these videos get you know millions, sometimes tens of millions of views, and it's usually really really good for the restaurant. I'm Great gonna press. pat ourselves on the back for for that. Great right? free press. Free press. Mm. We do not. Unless we explicitly say we don't charge restaurants for this, we usually get invited or we get a tip, and we ask the restaurant if we can come film. So go yeah, ahead, tag the sponsor. So bam, yeah, if, if, yeah, if, we do. We're very transparent. <laughs> if someone paid us to do a video, you'll see it tagged yeah. sponsored. So, anyways, go ahead, reach. So yeah, we were uh, we got hit up to reach out and film at Manuela in downtown LA Arts District, 
and they wanted to they wanted us to highlight this deer burger. Mm-hmm. So me and Peter are sitting outside these benches outside of Manuela, waiting for the PR contact because. For those that don't know, the publicist also sets up the shoots and mm-hmm. is the liaison for everything that happens. Mm-hmm. So we were waiting for the publicist there, and suddenly... Um, so dude, the publicist reached out to you. Let's make this yes. super clear. The publicist for this restaurant reached out to reach... To reach, yes. <laughs> and asked you guys to come by and feature this burger. Exactly. Okay. And so we're waiting out there, and suddenly this dude comes by. All like, out of nowhere, he doesn't introduce himself, he doesn't give any context... Just says, what are you doing here? Who are you with? And Pete's like, oh, we're with Fubies. We're going to shoot the deer burger at Manuela. So we were there to shoot the deer burger, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know where this dude's like, no, you're not. This shoot's not happening. Like, I'm not going to let you put my food with spam fries. And, like, this dude was mad. And, like, first off, I'm a grown-ass man. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... You hit him with the why you mad doggy? Yeah, exactly. Already I was like on red alert. Like, what? What's this guy even look like? What's his age? What's his... Um, do this. He looks like late 20s, early 30s. Okay. Uh, uh, fit, tall, fit build, tall dude. Uh, okay. Looks like he listens to Nickelback. Um, and he was seething. He was angry. He's like, you know, I don't want you to put my food next to Spam Fries. Full disclosure here is we posted about a picture of Spam Fries mm-hmm. from another restaurant on our Instagram a couple days earlier. And we do that. We highlight certain food on our Instagram. It's from Andy's spot. The, the yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. Not Project, Project Pokey. Project, Project Pokey. Pokey. Yeah, Project, yeah, Project Pokey. Pokey. They have a really amazing looking dish called Spam yeah. Fries. And then so he feels some type of way about this. And we're like, what the heck? So what? Like this dude just canceled this shoot as we were there already. So I give, he walks away before we can even really say anything mm-hmm. in a huff. And um, I called the publicist. I'm like, yo, what's up with your boy right here? Like, he out here canceling the shoot, talking down to us, disrespecting us. And she's like, no, I'm coming. I'm parking right now. I'm like, all right, cool. And as this was happening, like, a couple minutes passed by, dude comes out. And obviously, it's Chef Wes Witzel. He's the chef owner at the at Manuela, mm-hmm. the, the lord of the deer burgers. And, <laughs> and he, he comes back. Like, we're just sitting there minding our own business. And he comes back. I thought I told you this shoot's not happening. Like you guys hadn't moved. You just had well, yeah, been we were sitting just sitting there the there, whole time. Waiting for the publicist. And he comes back. He's like, I hope you know the shoot's not happening. I told you the shoot's not happening. And we're like and he's like, You guys are definitely not putting my deer burger next to spam fries. Keeps reiterating that. And at this point I'm pissed. I'm like, I get up and I stand up and I'm like, yo, what's your problem? But he starts walking away and he goes, mm. My problem is and he starts mumbling under his breath. He's not saying it to you. Not right? saying it to me. But then there's a couple of people sitting outside his restaurant, and he turns to them, and he yells out, they want to put my deer burger next to some spam fries. Like, real mad. And I'm like, if it wasn't me, I would have been pointing and laughing at this dude because he's mad for no reason. Right. But it was at me, so I was angry as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And he walks away. um, Publicist comes, and I'm like, yo, you need to get your boy. Let him talk to me like a man. And explain himself because, first off, uh, you don't disrespect me or Pete like that. Don't, don't disrespect anybody like that. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you you got to know Pete. Have you met Pete? Yeah, Pete's dope. Pete's the meekest, most most soft-spoken, nicest person, wouldn't raise his voice beyond a caterpillar's peep yeah. at anyone. 
So that's that's what irritated me when I heard about it. Yeah. That like Pete had to be obviously it's awful that it happens to anyone, but to know that Pete was in some sort of a crossfire there pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. He doesn't know Pete, but like that's where you just got to be equally respectful to everyone. Exactly. Anyways, so I mean long story short, that's what happened. This dude had a he freaked out, had a little meltdown over some goddamn spam fries that weren't even going to be related to his <laughs> His story. Gotta, look how petty. Look how petty reaches. All right, so petty wop. Okay, petty so, wop. We got team petty right here. So after uh, Reach wrote this like extremely, it's poetic and it's 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 just bar after bar. Uh, his article's great. Like I was laughing through and through. I Thank let, you, sir. Um, these guys bought a uh, a dartboard and put this guy's face on it. So you guys are so petty. Team Petty. He had the I thought bubble it. spam fries there too. Yeah, holy <laughs> cow. Okay, so here, here's what happened is is after after this happened, Reach shoots me a call. And I mean, we have we have kind of a policy on foodies. Like we don't really review things. Like we don't go to restaurants. We're not Jonathan Gold. Like we don't go and and give it four out of five stars. You got Yelp for that. You got the whole nine. And we try to stay more or less positive unless there's like blatant disrespect. Yeah. And, and that's never happened to us. It's never really happened. Like it, it, and it's super confusing to me because what, what's funny is now I didn't, I've never heard of this place. And that just shows how ignorant I am because a lot of people have heard of Manuela. Yeah. I was on a shoot a day ago and it didn't click till now. He was like, yo, I'm going to give you two LA hotspots. Manuela is one. So like it's, it's a well-known place, but apparently do not, do people not know that the chef is an asshole? Um, no. Uh, I had some friends comment. They're sh- chefs themselves. Mm-hmm. One of them said, "Hey, um, I just want to know what really happened because I met Chef Wes Witzel once, and he said he was a nice dude to him." So I was like, "All right, okay. Well, he was a nice dude to you, but he was an asshole to me." You think maybe we caught him on a bad day? No, because anybody who goes up and walks up to strangers and talks to them in that type of manner is already used to it and is like that. Pro tip. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. We, I have a friend who has a friend that used to work at Manuela, mm-hmm. right? And he said that Chef Wes Witzel was an asshole, and he always tried to avoid talking to him. Now, this is just hearsay, but right. where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. Okay, Wally, I got a question for you. What's up? Is Food Beast whack for restaurants, or is it good for restaurants? And be, you could be brutally honest, because I, I feel that it's not always great for certain people, and there's a food beast mentality the same way there's a hype beast mentality for about sure. clothes. That's not always the best for a brand. I think I think food beast is great for restaurants. Like, you guys break so much news on stuff that how else are people supposed to find this? You know, like right. most people's they get their information via the internet, and, and you guys are always like making content videos, like little uh you know stuff on like facebook live and stuff like that like how are you supposed to know about these kind of things if it's a little hole in the wall spot right. you know right i think there's a pressure because we talked about it earlier this week um and where i'm trying i'm trying what i'm trying to do right now is trying to see this guy's like side of the coin yeah right but, but there's sites like ours there's sites like insider there's sites like buzzfeed yeah that only cover the crazy they yeah. only cover the biggest unicorn the frappuccino exactly right and like there's an insider video that i saw that really pissed me off they covered a really dope cali tacos oh, joint. oh yeah right you know cali, cali tacos, tacos right? i'm not a fan 
Okay. <laughs> <But>. So <laughs> talk anyway. to him. Talk to him. Hey, well, fuck it. I, I mean, I have no sweat in the game. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Now, now I'm kind of pissed at Cali Tacos, but I also see the side of the coin is insider food beast. Like when we get we get pitched hundreds of things a day, and to see through like for us for something to climb to the top of that list, yeah. it's usually pretty crazy. And what restaurants are doing now, whether they're doing it with their best intentions in mind or just for attention, mm -hmm. they're creating crazy stuff. And it's fine to a point because I enjoy the crazy until it's not realistic. So f this fucking Cali Tacos, mm -hmm. they created a something, the dumbest name I've also ever heard called the, what is it? Fries Taco Burrito? Something like Taco that. Fries Burrito? Yeah. The dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's just a giant open-faced quesadilla with a bunch of shit on top with like rice, beans, more chicken. And they fold it up and this dumbass in the video is like putting it into his mouth. Sorry, I probably know that dumbass in the video. But still, <laughs> you're on some stupid shit right now. And and they're just eating it. Like that's not it, – it's not on their menu and it's not something that you would order. Yeah. It's You're going to take one bite. It's going to fall apart. So it's not – it was a half-finished burrito. Like it was someone who just didn't want to feel feel like rolling up a burrito all the way. So whose fault is that? Is that insider? Is that the restaurant for it's putting it on both. the menu? It's both parties because one, the restaurant really wants that pub and wants those views. So we're like, oh, let's create something crazy. Oh. And then uh, insider, you know, comes along. And we're like, oh, we're gonna get the views. We're gonna try to beat Food Beast. So let's go film this thing. So are we perpetuating? Yes, this? we are. We're perpetuating it, right? Yes, we are. Yo, I mean. I know you guys see me come in here and clown around and, and call you guys all like fake internet foodies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's like, you know, when Food Beast started, it was a lot different, you know, mm -hmm. and, and food wasn't really how it is, the, the climate of like social media and, and news and stuff like that. And you, you can go to places and just go there for the food. Right. right. The things you guys have done with what you guys created your content and just the views and even other media sites have followed suit and followed like the the production style of videos and things like that and just that the news they cover is like you're kind of in these uncharted waters right because it's right. like with food and news like that in general this is all kind of coming to like a bubble right like right it's, it's so big there's so many restaurants there's so many chefs like everyone wants to get in and you know all these restaurants want to piece of that that uh that promotion you yeah. know, like you said so they want to come up with the the wildest stuff even though it might not be great and there's so many restaurants now even like around la orange county in our area that just like the food is like instagram worthy but it's not really that great right exactly. you know and it's like i think it is getting to a point where for food sites like if you want to be respected you know like you got to like really pick and choose what you're going to put out and really if you enjoy the food like co-sign it not just because it's like a green purple yellow pink orange like frappuccino yeah. with sprinkles and caramel and yeah. shit or whatever well uh, real quick um i'm not going to name names but sidebar story sidebar um it sidebar kinda, it, it kind of plays into uh what these restaurants really when these restaurants really need that pub i was at a food festival and some dude introduced himself he's from a certain restaurant and he's like, hey, you're from Food Beast, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And yeah, he's getting recognized. You do a little shimmy shake? <laughs> Yo, is, 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 that, is that a food toddy? I don't know. <laughs> I wish. I wish, dog. But he, um, so the guy comes up. He's like, hey. And he comes up and he grabs my arm and he goes, please come to my restaurant. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, no, really, please come to my restaurant. Like Hand on your shoulder like yeah, that? Yeah, like on some like desperate tip. And I'm like, oh, damn, they must be really struggling, you know? And I kind of felt some like, dang, like we have that 
we wield that power. Mm. We have that ability to put a certain restaurant on. Mm. For sure. For someone to come up to me like that and have that sort of like, kind of like desperation, I was like, damn, that really put things in perspective for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I I, I totally get and see that where you guys are at too, because we've known each other for so long. But like, food beast has kind of risen to this level where it's not like a local or regional like you know food blog news uh, site anymore. You know, like there really that reach. There really is though. God bless you. Thank you, Wally. <laughs> Damn, it's always good to hang out with Wally, bro. That's why I'm fucking spam. Stroke this long penis in my <laughs> I'm totally kidding. That was really rude. That's a lie. Anyways, <laughs> it's really it's way shorter. That's why I'm rude. <laughs> um, there there is a certain le- and it, it, this sounds really stupid, but there is a certain level of responsibility that we have. Yeah, and we've talked. I think this is going to become a recurring theme on this podcast because. The more we cover what our audience wants to see, the further away we'll get from quality, I think, long term. And that's scary. I I 100% agree. Because, I mean, if if something came down the pipeline today and someone was like, I have this like 100 color Frappuccino and someone was like, yo, my sea bass is extremely, extremely delicious. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cover that fucking multicolored thing. Like, I'm not going to cover your sea bass. If I have to dedicate my team's time, our company's money to go out and film your stuff, like I don't have a headline for your sea bass. And that's awful because that sea bass could be the best sea bass I've ever tasted. It could be a family running that place. It could be whatever. It's usually not. Like a small family run place is like usually a lot of them are actually getting more in touch. Yep. But see, even that fucking mentality of they're getting more in touch, they're more in touch with the food beast mentality. Not like... Again, we do cover really good food, but do you guys see the the issue? Yeah, even that new, that new pasta uh, spot you guys covered in L.A. Right. Like it looks real homey, like a small operation. Everything's cooked in front of you, and right that one there. is right. It's a super and it's small, dope, but he one still even has to incorporate like like little signature items, like the like the beef spaghetti, which right. is like a standout. Like yeah. it's unique, you know. But yeah. it's it's tough. I, like I don't really know what to tell you guys, but I know there's a bunch of fake internet foodies roaming these streets well, so when you say whack. fake okay so when you say fake internet foodies yeah are you talking about people that own restaurants or are you talking about people who eat food i'm talking about these people that go out and eat you know what uh, i'm saying let's like, talk about that yeah let's talk about fuck all you fake internet foodies man <laughs> shit <laughs> like like you think that a, a, a restaurant on yelp got like three stars is whack like People are dropping like comments on Yelp like, "Oh, bad service!" Like they ran out of this. Like, da-da-da. like my favorite chicken pho restaurant in Westminster, right? It has like a three, like a three or a three and a half star rating, and it's because like people go in there like, "Oh, the drumsticks are sold out." Like the line takes forever. Da 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 da. I'm like, well. What the fuck do you expect? This shit is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you coming over here, it's just like you're bad for coming through and like not coming early enough, you know? Like, what the fuck? You're going to give them, take off a star for yeah, like that yeah. kind of shit? And it's like, like, I think food needs to be judged on this merit, not because like all this other shit, you know? For me, like, I get kind of like, I get kind of hyped if it's, if it's hard to get food. Like, there are so many, I mean, there are, it's weird because we're about to break, we're about to show people the real colors. If you follow our Food Beast account and you follow the people that we regram, I guarantee you 80% of the content you're seeing is content that was placed. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that the originators of that account 
have either been paid to post it. Mm-hmm. They represent that restaurant in one capacity or another. Ooh, the uh, big reveal. This is the big reveal. Fuck it. I mean, this is why people look to us for it. Is because and 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 it's not a knock on those foodies because w- these people that are like fifty thousand, sixty thousand followers on Instagram, they don't yet have the reach to really be making a shit ton of money off of their account. But what they do make money on is representing restaurants on really small retainers monthly. Well, like, oh, I'll take a couple hundred from this restaurant. Mm. You get some more, a couple, they, they might have a couple locations. They'll make a thousand bucks a month. And what they do yeah, it's is how like, like Instagram foodies make, because they don't sell protein or like, like waste thinning teas and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, what's worse? Like I, I personally still enjoy following their accounts because the, the pictures are still good, more or less the restaurants they're representing aren't awful like they have good food i'd rather see that than like the occasional fit tea plug because like fuck that yeah i hate the fit tea plugs um no matter how fine the chick is laser way is pretty good though <laughs> laser way is the best product placement on the internet yeah, pull, pull your pants up bro you gotta <laughs> show us that brazilian <laughs> hey laser way was good i'm ready though <laughs> <laughs> but that's the real because most Again, it's and and that's why you'll see accounts post from the same restaurant again and again because they have contracts with these restaurants to put up a post once a month, twice a month. Wait till the FCC starts cracking down on that. Yeah, because that's crazy. Like big accounts like ours, we we have to be we're completely transparent. You'll see the hashtag sponsored, hashtag partnership, but these smaller accounts that get to play in the in in the box without without having to to kind of disclose that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm with it. It's good content, like, but, but that's, what's really happening. And that's, that's, and that reason, that's why I'd rather go to Yelp for my, for my recommendations. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like the Yelp person. Yeah. 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 I'm playing. But Yelp is like an overall resource is still fabulous. Like if I'm, if I'm dropping into Atlanta, I have, I've never been to Atlanta. Like damn near, like I'm going to hit Yelp. Like there's going to be your seeds that are like, yeah, three and a half stars because they ran out of this food because Mm -hmm. the food is fucking good and they can only make so much of it. Yeah. But like thousands of people won't be wrong, in my opinion. Like the the margin of error on a thousand people is less. So I feel like whatever's at the top of Yelp in Atlanta should be decent. I won't be Don't check Yelp in Silicon Valley, though, because those guys don't know how to rate a restaurant. (laughs) Uh, Is there even good food in Silicon Valley? That sounds really ignorant. Oh, no. I think they got Applebee's out there. Fuck, fuck Silicon Valley. <laughs> oh shit. So I mean, going back to this, this chef dude. Did, do you okay. Think, knowing that story from me, from both of you, I'm gonna ask y'all. Like, did he have a right to be a food snob? No, fuck that. I, I came into this wanting to try to defend him, but I think the way it should have played out is he doesn't. I can totally understand if you don't want to be on foodbeast.com. Sure. If you don't want your restaurant or your item to be on foodbeast.com, I totally understand that. But to have your PR person reach out to us yeah. and ask us to drive from Orange County to LA, mm-hmm. so you already a couple hours out of your day just to get there, to film something that you asked us to do. For free. For free. And for us to get into that room and you just yell and be a complete asshole about it is is basically getting ambushed yeah and then you have to make the trek back 
not only do they ruin your day, they were disrespectful. Um, no, no one has that right. Now, I totally understand if maybe we went there and there was a miscommunication between the PR person who thinks all press is good press. Yeah. And then by the time he got, by the time you guys got there, this guy realized who was showing up and it's Food Beast. And he maybe thought like, ah, I don't want to do this. If you're, if you have half a fucking brain, you don't yell at the person that has the fucking biggest microphone in the room. You just don't. Like, we're going to put you... That, and that's where when Reach hit me up after on the drive back home, uh, he called me and he was like, what do we do about this? Yeah. And Reach wanted to write about it. And I felt like this is a good story. I agree. It's a good story. I knew what, what it would do is it's like... I, I, the balance we wanted is we don't want to be bullies, right? But Reach is a person. Peter is a person. Food Beast is an... Oh, my God. Sorry. That uh, We had a little hiccup. Uh, Braden fell asleep and slammed his head because <laughs> the uh, conversation was boring him. Anyways, but wh- where we left off is um, this guy has no right to do that. Yeah. Right? Uh, Reach is a person. Peter is a person. Food Beast is, is an entity. So don't ever disrespect the people within. Like, Talk shit on Food Beast all you want. Yeah. But you're a person doing your job. You're a person looking for a story. And for him to be an asshole about it, fuck that. Uh, so there's there's absolutely no right. And you, you were saying, what is he, Suvi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wes Witzel looks like he Suvi's his bathwater. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Mars. The, the, the other thing, too, is like the way like you tell the story. I wasn't there, you know what I mean? But I feel like he knew you guys were coming and there's a way to like resolve yeah. this issue. If you don't like the news source or whatever, like he could have just canceled before you guys got there. You yeah. know, he wanted to like come talk to you guys and speak his mind. And it's cool. Everyone got their opinion, you, sure. know, you know, but it's just like, whatever, you know, he's going to get his coming his way. Like karma's a bitch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't just like treat people like that. And you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's yeah. just the way it is. And I think it is important for people to kind of stand up for people as well, too. And if you have a platform, you got to stand up for what's right and wrong. Yeah. Including shitty food. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought up the karma part because apparently it was brought to our attention on uh, Chef Wes Witzel's Instagram. There were a bunch mm. of uh, some food beast rider dyers that have been leaving Ooh, some no. comments on his pictures. Ooh. Been, uh, leaving hashtag spam fries on a bunch Ooh, of his pictures no, on Instagram. Oh no! See, man, look. <laughs> Can we do like the, like the the pig and French fry emojis? Oh, <laughs> what's his name? Winchell. Wes Witzel. Wes. Chef Wes underscore Witzel. Like All right, Chef Wes. If you're listening, I still want the best for your business. Yes. But be nice to people, man. I don't like. <laughs> Again, I don't know what your day-to-day is, so I'm judging you based on one interaction because my boys, and I'm just going to believe them over you. But if you can be mean to one person, I can imagine you could be mean to others, and I hope it was just a bad day. But be nice. Be nice. I would love to hear your point. I'd love to hear your side, but I don't think anyone from your side is saying it. But maybe you don't give a fuck. So if you don't give a fuck, like, we're all good. Cool. If he doesn't give a fuck, then you're a dickhead, Wes (laughs) Witzel. Oh man, petty, 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 petty. But anyways, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, what we learned here is if you have a platform, you have a microphone, stand up for what's right, stand up for. And, and in this instance, we just felt like it was wrong, so we're gonna highlight what was wrong. Um, but 
again, 99% of our interactions with folks are just so amazing. People are gracious. Um, even they may not know what food beast is. It doesn't matter. They're just happy to share their food. Yeah. And that has to come from a place like his anger has to come from a place of such, I don't know where, where the fuck does that come from? Like sous vide bathwater. That's, that's where that's where it comes from. And Nickelback concerts. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I don't know, man. That puts me in a weird mood. It puts me in a good mood because I got that off my chest. Like, go ahead. You know, go ahead. I had to talk to the man. If I couldn't Shit. in person. What's up, Wally? You want to put us on any good food or what? Man. I'm on this little vegetarian kick, so... Wally came in here with a salad that has watermelon on top. And I got a watermelon drink on the way. It was oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're just, trying to, we're just trying to keep this podcast going long enough for Jeff to get back with, like, watermelon boba. <laughs> Wally out here cornering the watermelon game. Uh, what, what did I eat recently? Um, I, I tried this, like, uh, this Vietnamese uh, vegetarian spot out in Anaheim. I forgot what it's called. Then you must have like a really interesting uh, Yelp uh, trajectory right now with all the vegetarian spots you're going. So like literally straight veggie. So you're yeah, like, I, mean, I do. I still do like dairy because that's a little too crazy for me. So mm-hmm. like like eggs and milk and right. this man's Yelp bookmarks must be like that's what I'm saying. Like the Chictionary from Will uh, Fresh Prince. <laughs> You know, <laughs> my goal on Yelp is to check in as many places before Andy from Afters. Oh, oh my God. I, I do have him beat a few times. <laughs> so I just started using the Yelp app and I regret turning it on because all it is is notifications of where Andy Nguyen is fucking checking <laughs> yeah. in. Shout out to Andy. That was good, man. Most of them are his restaurants. He's just checking into like 40 different restaurants Andy, in a night. Andy, you a mogul, dog. Oh, man. Yeah. If you don't follow Andy, uh, just search Andy Afters. He owns the ice cream chain out here. Uh, and a bunch of other concepts. Yeah. He just Shit. had to fly his wedding in Thailand, too. Yeah. yeah. Damn, you were at the wedding. I didn't yeah. get to go to the wedding. It was dope. You should have gone. I know. He sent me a really nice uh, invite. I just, it was in Thailand. So I, <laughs> <laughs> which, I, another one, I want to go to Thailand so bad. Because what's up with the massages there? They're like free? I don't know. I didn't get any massages in Thailand. I heard, you went to Thailand and you get any massages? Well, see, because the, like the Airbnb I got was so secluded. Like, I had to walk away or get, go get a cab to go wherever. Oh, uh, so yeah. you were just enjoying the, the Airbnb? Yeah. Fuck. You were enjoying the jungle solitude, How is right? Thailand? Thailand's lit. I can't wait to go back. Damn. Yeah. How's like, what food? do you do for fun? Yeah, what's, what's like fun in Thailand? Man, when I travel, I just like to go eat. And like sightsee, like I'm like a, I'm like a big time tourist. But mm. usually, what we do is we'll like look up uh, places, and uh, and just do our own tour or whatever instead of going on like the actual tours or whatever. Damn. Yeah, you do look like a tourist. I am. I'm mad. Like, yeah, there's I'm something. Taking, I'm the selfie stick king in Asia. <laughs> dog. Like, <laughs> there's something about your silhouette that you're just like, yo, this dude's gonna be tourist for life. Whether you're 13 years old or 73, bro, you look like a tourist. Aura. About him. Oh my goodness! But that's cool because that's how he puts us on. Yeah, Wally has always has some good good tips. So that was a uh, those are the two hottest stories in food this week. One was that super self involved that we took a story that uh, us talking shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, it is what it is, and that was the story that unraveled itself for us. 
Yeah. I mean, I, w- I mean, I wish I didn't have to experience that and write that. Yeah, I wish you didn't too. I, to be honest, in my, what is it, like almost eight years at Food Beast, that, that's probably the worst that I've heard. Same for me. And like, I've been in journalism and press for about five years. And I even interviewed rappers, and I've never been talked to like that before. So, yeah. I'm not saying all rappers are rude, but hey. Yeah, not all rappers. Yeah, I mean, uh, the other food news to wrap it up, LeBron uh, lost yet another game in the finals. And we get free tacos! Taco Bell's giving away free tacos, (laughs) yo. So don't say we never gave you anything on the podcast. We we made LeBron lose, and then you guys get free tacos. On the 13th from 2 to 6 p.m., Taco Bell. Yeah, so the deal is if if anyone in the NBA finals loses, uh, or if, if an away team wins... On on the home court. On on a home court on this other whatever. There's only one more game. There's one more game, and, and the Warriors are probably going to win. Get tacos it. So we're tonight. Get tacos too. again. Yeah. yeah. When's the next game? Or Friday. Whatever the next game is. This will go up today. Anyways, yep. So you can thank LeBron for losing. You can thank Steph Curry for making shots. Oh, and KD. Yo. Kevin Durant putting up numbers too. Balling out of control. So that's there. There you go. There you go. And uh, there's a tuna outbreak. Oh yeah. Sushi is not good right now. Yo, so that Pokey Wave is dangerous, man. Dangerous right now, bro. <laughs> Yo, Pokey Wave is looking mad shaky right that now. That is the second highest story right after. You guys ever talk about like the 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 frozen tuna they use at, at Pokey spots? Most pe- most people use like fake frozen like hot dog tuna, pre cubed. <laughs> I'm out here. Oh, you know, I'm over here breaking news, boy. I told you guys on fake fucking internet food hot dog foodies, yo. Hot dog tuna. <laughs> what the fuck is hot dog tuna? So they they it's not like it's not from the slab. They basically taking all the leftover oh. shit and they color it. They oh. they process it. it's pre cubed. It's not cut. So it's like oh. a so it's like the, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. I said hot dog tuna. That's that's what it Dude, is. I so would, the the actual the tuna is frozen tuna. So it's probably gonna be turned into all that shit. That's wild. Yeah, and that's to, why there's so many. Sorry to cut you off, but no, like go ahead. for all these pokey spots, like not all of them serve fresh tuna. So like you gotta really go and check. Like you see the, if they got the whole slab there and they cut it up. You know, most of that tuna's got to be fake. There's no way they're serving you an eight dollar or nine dollar tuna pokey bowl exactly in California. Like there's not enough real tuna for that. Yeah. You got the next podcast? What's good? (laughs) We're going to dig into this. We're going to dig into this. We've already had two podcasts about tuna because it's like a serious issue. I mean, that's why we kind of avoided it for today, but not because it's serious, but because we keep talking about it. But it's a continuous issue. I got the boo-boo guts last week after eating poke. Oh, shit. You going to call the place out or no? Whatever. No, we don't have to do that. But but that's fair enough. You got to look. You think you you caught the hepatitis? I hope we got the Hep B, bro. No, it's Hep A. A. It's Hep A. (laughs) What's the difference between Hepatitis A and Hepatitis B? Because Hepatitis A is the one that's being caught in all this tuna right now. Go to foobies.com if you want to hear more about that. It's a a top story that people are catching Hepatitis from tuna at different sushi spots and pokey spots. Yeah. We have the whole list of restaurants that have have received the shipment of this infected tuna. So you guys can go there. Yo, stay tuna woke. But... Yeah, that's scary though. I, I I try actually I try not to read these stories about the tuna because I love sushi so much. Yeah, but uh, man, that's really tough. Well, I mean, stay tuned to the ketchup because maybe next week we'll talk about it. Yeah, maybe someone will invent tuna again. <laughs> Ooh, is that the dumbest shit ever? 
It's all right. It goes in line with the a shitty outro. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's our running thing here. We do really, 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 really awful, shitty, awful outros. You guys are LeBron in the fourth. Oh, Lebr- Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh man. Damn. Brayden, you watch basketball? Yeah, so Brayden doesn't like what you just said because it doesn't apply to him. You fake internet foodie, bro. <laughs> every, every time we refer to Brayden, you got to go follow Instagram, Brayden Bear. Brayden Bear. He's a good follow. Brayden runs the podcast. Brayden, also, our vlog is going to be super lit, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be super sick. Guys, if you're not following our new vlog where we, we actually break down and we get into like the food industry, but we do it. Ooh. It's like half real, half fake. Daily hijinks. It's so sick. You got to follow the vlog. Just go to youtube.com backslash TV and fucking follow the vlog. That'd be amazing. Anyways, Wally, thank you so much, my guy. All right. Thanks, guys, for having me. You come on again? Um, anytime. Let me know. Thanks, thanks dog. Shout yeah. it out. What's the, what's the socials? Yeah, yeah. Hit me up on uh, all social at what's up, Wally, the proper American way of spelling it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, follow what's up power, W-A-T-T-Z-U-P. P-O-W-E-R. What's up, Power is sick. It's yeah. this uh, recharge, like the battery company. Portable for, chargers, for, yeah. Portable chargers for your yeah. phone, and they got like ill. We just make the flyest Ill. shit on earth, yeah. yeah. Like dick emoji ones. Not yet. That's going to be the special like yeah, food beast, like eggplant collab. Ooh. We do have an eggplant, though. The eggplant. <laughs> eggplant emoji charger. That's a must. Is it weird that kids are going to grow up and think that uh, dicks look like eggplants? <laughs> <laughs> no, because like I they're gonna have sex for the first time, and then like they're gonna see some like a girl's gonna see someone else's dick after the pants go down, and they're gonna be like, "Your shit don't look like an eggplant. What is this weird? What is this? They're just gonna be like, what this is this mass weird confusion? Like, <laughs> you have a tan eggplant? That's so weird. It's Yo. gonna be really bad. You guys outros. These <laughs> <laughs> are awful. I hope you will stop listening like 10 minutes ago. Anyways, uh, Reach, thank you again. Always being on here. Yeah, thanks for the phallic outro. You're welcome, guys. Follow at Food Beast, at Book of Eli. That's, your, that's the world's best Instagram account. Yeah, follow uh, Cozy.Bryant. That's me, Reach. <laughs> the Mocha Brappuccino. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, and see you guys next week on The Catch-Up. Peace. <laughs>